Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Hey, Randy, how's it going? Hey, Jake, I am doing great today. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. You know, we're going to do something a little different today with the podcast. So we got some feedback from one of our listeners out there, and uh, they had some concerns about how we closed out our last episode with uh, Suzanne Strait. And we just decided that, hey, let's just bring them on and they can share their concerns and their thoughts and opinions about how we closed that out. I'm going to go ahead and let that person shine a light on that. And I'm going to bring in one of our super fans, Alan Elliott. Alan Elliott, welcome to the podcast. Hey. So Alan, why don't you share with us what your your thoughts and opinions were about how we closed out that episode with Sue Street? First of all, let me say, I love your podcast. Like you said, I am a super fan. I look forward to every Sunday. But that particular one, I think you guys kind of got the wrong message. And a lot of times we're telling you highlights of stuff and stuff that happened. And you're only hearing that portion of it. You're not getting the full picture. And the, the part that I actually thought was misleading was the, the voiceover at the end. Um, Randy, your comment that, uh, Jake, I don't think you experienced that. Uh, and I think you're, you're, it's probably a good thing you didn't because it didn't sound like much fun. That I know for 100% is, is not true. And then, Jake, I think you got the wrong impression whenever. I think the two comments you had at the end was, People hid your, you know, you didn't want people hiding moves from me, which I'm not even sure what that means. Then people weren't happy when you did well. That's really not the way it was. And then, like when you talked to Sue, you mentioned, you know, she mentioned people were, you know, were 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 arguing or bickering or whatever terminology she used. And you made the comment, is it about, you know, tournament was because of results of tournaments? And and she came back and basically said, no, it's basically because we were we were in a vehicle, and that's what it was. You know, you got a bunch of 19, 20 year olds. Stuck in a stuck in a van, the, you know those people aren't going to get along about a lot of things. Not even frisbee related, right? It's like what's for lunch, you know that kind of thing. It was a blast. So yeah, I totally can see how those comments could have been taken out of context and uh, definitely narrow. And I think you know Jake and I were just kind of riffing off of what Sue was saying. Certainly did not mean to imply that there was not fun or that you guys weren't having the time of your lives during that intensity. So certainly we did not mean to misrepresent. Wasn't the intent at all. And I assume Jake, you you feel the same way, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I we I took the the comment from Sue about the intensity and feeling like gosh that might have been too much for me, and then I kind of drew on some other stories that I'd heard from other places about uh, the things that you mentioned, Alan. The move, like I won't show someone my new move because I don't want them to le- use it in a tournament against me, and other stuff like that. And so just kind of went with it to make the exit. Obviously, yeah, you guys it. have had great times together because you're all really good friends and we've heard so many great stories about it. But we appreciate the feedback. So what I would love to do is I would love to hear about some of those fun stories that you had in the van that we didn't really get to hear from Sue. So anything that you have from that time that you would like to share or whatever that triggers for you, please go ahead. We'd love to hear. Okay, I'll start off. We, we weren't even cool enough to have a van. We were in my Toyota Silica. So not, not, not the coolness factor of the jelly van by any means. When we were traveling that summer, it was me and Don and Jeff 
And then Sue hooked up with us in Santa Barbara. So she's with us for probably two months. Well, at that time, Donnie was living in New York. And so Don never got to drive. Don loves to drive. And Don can drive forever. Jeff didn't have a license, but Jeff likes to sit in the front seat. So it was always Donnie and Jeff in the front seat. And then Sue and I in the back was most of the time. And the only the only disagreements or arguments we ever had was Donnie and Jeff. And that was not really frisbee related that was because they've been living together for a year and a half playing frisbee every day so basically working and living together you know they were doing shows together they were jamming together and they were like an old married couple it, it could be what's for lunch it could be what song you want to listen to they'd start going and sue and i would sit in the back and laugh i've known don for 41 years and we've had two we've had two arguments in our life one, one was about money and one's about competition when we happened the one tournament we played against each other and that's it and i've never had an argument with jeff never had an argument with sue i don't think i've ever seen sue have an argument with jeff and i'm going to state the obvious you're talking about donnie rhodes and jeff felberbaum just for the folks out there who may not yep. know the last correct names. correct and, and I'll, I'll i'll qualify it i didn't even know jeff that well i mean in my whole life i've i've been with Jeff like five months. Then I haven't seen Jeff for like 40 years. I was 22, Donnie and Jeff were 21, and Sue was probably 20. You know, so you put a bunch of 20 year olds in a car, you, you know, it's just the normal stuff. And it was a little different when I was traveling with them because it wasn't it wasn't the tour. It wasn't every week, right? You weren't competing every week. We went out to California. We we went and we played a beach. There was a beach tournament in Rosa Beach, and then we hung out for like a few weeks. Then we played random pairs in Santa Barbara hung out for a few weeks, played Santa Cruz, and then a week and a half later, it was the bowl. So it wasn't the, the, the every week that they did with Joey. We weren't doing that, and we were just going up and down California. So we were at Pearlberg's house for a while. We were down in San Diego for a while. We were at a friend of Jeff's in Arizona for a while. A L- little different than, than, than the grueling, you know, play a tournament, get in the car, drive the next one, play the next one. So what's interesting is, you know, Sue was talking about the stakes being higher and that people were, you know, this is how they were wanting to make their living. So yep. what was that energy like with the three of you, with you and Jeff and Donnie, knowing that the stakes were higher and that, you know, this is what you wanted to do for your your life's work? Don and Jeff definitely were into that. I, I never intended to play Frisbee for a living. I was going to college. Sue was going to college. You know, it, it was important, but I mean, Donnie was going to make, you know, do well no matter what. I mean, let's, let's face it. He was, he was the king back then, right? He, he wasn't worried about not making money or anything like that. It just wasn't going to happen. When I started playing with Don, he had a string of 20 NAS tournaments. You know how, you know how competitive, Randy, the NAS tournaments used to be. Donnie had a string of 20 of, 20 of those that where he finished first or second, you know, so he, I mean, a bad tournament for him was finishing second. So it's not like, you know, it was, Hey, we're out of money. He's not going to eat. And, and, you know, we made more money off shows than we did off tournaments in, at any point. So those guys always, you know, did a, did a really good job of, of getting booked no matter where they were. It, it was, it wasn't that big a deal about the money. And, you know, for me, it was just, you know, okay, Hey, that's great. You know, I can make a little extra cash here and there, but you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do it to, to make a living or anything. I, I, I never could get into that whole, I'm going to hitchhike to tournaments and, you know, live hand to mouth. You know, there's no way I was going to do that. I'm going to go to college and like have a career. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was always the plan or, you know, maybe I wasn't brave enough to do that. You know, I mean, I mean, there's, 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 there's a bit of a, you know, scariness about uh, just putting everything into it. And I'm a Frisbee player. 
that's, that's a that's a big jump, and I wasn't ready to take that. And and why it also shines a light on why the stakes were high for those folks that did take that risk, right? Because yeah. they were yeah. like, okay, God, I got to win that so that I can get the show, so yeah. that I can and, get the sponsorship, and, and, and you know, and the, and the stakes weren't just money, right? The stakes were you got to go play in front of a big crowd. And, you know, like the Rose Bowl, you know, you're playing and ESPN is going to be showing it. So it's going to, it's going to be on, you know, I guess worldwide. And, uh, you know, there's, you're in the newspapers, you're, you know, you're, you're doing radio interviews, TV interviews, you know, so there was, there was a lot of perks to doing it. You, you, I, I already told you this, Randy, but Don was, Don happening to pass through town. So Don was at my house two days ago and, uh, we were talking about it and Don put it best. He said, it meant something. And that, that, that's just a very concise way to put it. We were playing for a lot because it meant something. It, it was prestige, but it was also, you know, you got money, you you got exposure, you know, they wanted to do it for a living. And so that was the best publicity, right? You're on ESPN, that kind of thing. That's how we got sponsorships. We were sponsored, Don and Jeff and I were sponsored by Adidas. We got that because we won tournaments, you know, that kind of thing. So there was, there was those kind of perks there, but it, it also wasn't the end all be all cutthroat that it gets made out to be a lot. Yeah. And again, I, I think that Jake and I both were not intending to misrepresent yeah. it that way. And I'm glad that we had you on to kind of, you know, flesh that out a little bit more so that folks of today, the jammers of today aren't getting the wrong impression that somehow yeah. it was, you know, all, all knife in the back kind of mentality. Yeah. And there, there wasn't because, I mean, from Don and I's perspective, the radicals, that's who that was our competition. When, when Don and I started playing together, the radicals had just won the bowl. They were they were they were the guys. They had kind of reinvented co-op. So our goal was to was to you know we wanted to beat the radicals. You know his his goal was always to do something great. So it was more it was more than winning. You had to you had to win, but you had you wanted to you wanted to do something really great. When winning and being eh, who cared? You know. So we weren't interested in that. So if we were going to play, we were going to play against the radicals. And Don and I never went to a single tournament. That the radicals weren't at. I would I would call Dougie or Rick to make sure they're going to be there before we went there. So we never played anywhere, not not once did we ever play when they weren't there. That was that was our focus. I mean, they're the only people I ever. I can tell you, 41 years later, my record against the Colorado Radicals because it's the only team I kept score against because that's the guys we were gunning for. But and what is the record? You really want to know? Absolutely. That's why we're here. We went against them 10 times. We won six. They won three, and we tied one. The one we tied, we played ah. Eh, they played pretty good in an FPA tournament. The results came out. We won, and the judges and the FPA leadership decided we, they'll just call it a tie. If you went by strict results, it was 7-3, to three, but officially 6-3-1. and one. The Radicals were the first guys I met. I met the Radicals before I met Don. That was Castilla was my hero. I played my first Worlds with Rick Castilla. The day I showed up at my first tournament on a national was Austin 80, and I was sitting there playing, and Dougie walked over and introduced himself. You know, and that's everybody thinks everybody was aloof and didn't talk. And Dougie walked over, and then Rick came over, and Rick showed me what a flawed was. Those those guys were, were were great. I I played with Rick at the Worlds that year. He came down and played states with me. He talked about it in your podcast. You know, Don played with Bill at, at Santa Cruz in '80. Uh, I played with Bill in Kansas City in '82. You know, those, those guys. You know, I mean. I don't like to admit it, but I like Castilla. You know, he's just fun to pick on. You know, Rick liked to trash talk, and it, it was fun. We, you know, we we would we would go we would go with them. And Dougie was really, you know, Dougie was a wrestler. He went, to, I think, he went to college on a wrestling scholarship. Those guys, those guys were killers, man. They they knew how to compete. What was there more pressure? Yes. You know, was it more intense? Yes. Does that make it less fun? No. It's just it, it makes it more rewarding when you when you actually win. Um, I mean, nobody really crossed. I mean. 
okay, there are some bad actors in, in everything, right? That cross the line the wrong way. But that wasn't because of the intensity or the competition. You know, I mean, we competed hard against those guys, but nobody ever crossed the line. It was it was all in good fun. The radicals were great. I mean, I mean, we we will never tell you the radicals weren't great, and they're really good guys. The the takeaway here, and and what you wanted to highlight is that yeah, the intensity was there, but the frisbee family was alive and well, yeah. just like it is today. And so I think that, like you say, we were probably a little narrow in those comments, and so I'm really glad that we're having you come on and just kind of flesh that out. It's something that we all know. But it's good to have you kind of reinforce it again for folks to not get the idea that somehow there wasn't any Frisbee family alive at that moment. Everybody was friends. You know, everybody kind of traveled with everybody else. And you you played with everybody else whenever, you know, you weren't in in your routine. And that's just kind of how it was. When, when 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 you have the intensity and you go at each other that hard and it's without well prepared, it's more meaningful. It means more when you win. Not even when you win, when you compete, even even if you compete and lose, that's fine, right? But nobody wanted to win by the other team playing bad necessarily. That is still the case today. Yeah, I mean, what was what was happening back then is still happening now. And I think that uh, it's great to have you come on and highlight that even though things have changed a lot, they are still very much the same. And I'd love to hear your thoughts, Jake. What are your thoughts about that? I have several different thoughts. I guess, first of all, I just want to say uh, it is good to hear your stories, Alan, about the camaraderie, because I think I sometimes I hear the the little, because I started later, I pick up this narrative that it was way more intense and therefore less fun in the old times, but I wasn't actually there. So it's good to hear you say there was camaraderie and you guys were friends and you guys are still friends. And when mm-hmm. I really think about the interviews that we've done, it's obvious. And so I think I'm just picking up on one or two little things that I probably am over-exaggerating. But the truth is that the Jamily has always been there. So that's the, my first thought. But my second thought is all of the stuff you're describing about competition, I think is still there today. And so one thing, like you're talking about how meaningful it is, I still think it's meaningful today to win a competition. I mean, when Matt and I were new, a new pairs team, we had a team that we wanted to beat. It was Arthur Cuttington and Dave Lewis. And we... Mm-hmm. we watch them. We tried to figure out what they did and try to figure out how we could play better. And just as you say, I didn't want them to play bad. I wanted them to play as good as they possibly could because then if we beat them, then we knew we were really good. Whereas if they failed and it's like, uh, we get a free pass. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on and giving me a chance because I did think it came across incorrect. Um, I just wanted to make sure everybody understood that we, we were, we really were really good friends and we definitely had a blast. You know, if if you get the opportunity to bring some some money back into the sport or, you know, go for the big crowds that I highly encourage it because it's it's not it's not necessarily you know a bad thing. It's it's it, it pushes you to play better and there's a lot of perks to it. But the the friendship aspect, it was definitely there. And I just didn't think that came across. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate your feedback. Love having you on. Love that you're a super fan. And uh, I know that our paths are going to cross here again. So on that note, Jake, I will talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check us out at frisbeeguru.com. Hope to Hainesville.
Frisbees and live streaming freestyle Frisbee.